0: They used to say that cleanliness is next to godliness when I was growing up, and I never personally liked that correlation because, you know, a part of that is if you aren't clean, I mean, I guess... The unspoken result of that is, is that if you're not clean or on the contrary, excuse me, on the contrary, that statement also means that if you aren't clean, then you aren't godly. And that can produce a lot of shame and guilt if that's just not who you are or if you are having a bad day and don't feel like cleaning, but you have that that uh, ideology in the back of your mind, because you've been told that all your, let's say childhood life. And so now as an adult, you know, you are OCD or obsessed with cleanliness or organization, because you know, you had such a, a strict or, you know, depending on your upbringing. So anyway, they used to say cleanliness is next to godliness. And I am a clean freak somewhat. (laughs) And I was thinking about how I've heard in the past, you know, women complain about having to clean for their partners. And I've never had that complaint because I was raised Like I used to have to clean every Saturday, you know, and there were certain things I couldn't even do unless certain things were clean in my house. So, yes, I have a program or a design in my in my uh, subconscious that tells me that, you know, I can't really have fun or. Or if I'm not clean, I'm not godly or I can't really have fun until I make sure everything is clean or organized because this is how I've been for so long. Like it's only right. Right. And I don't understand other people who aren't as clean as me because maybe they didn't grow up like that. Maybe they were able to be, you know, children. And not to say I wasn't, I'm just saying like maybe they didn't have those same disciplinary uh what are they called? Like, they didn't have that same disciplinary structure. So they don't have that same mindset or ideology or program. And therefore, I basically judge them based on how I was judged and not that that was fair as a child to tell me that if I'm not clean, I'm not godly. But unfortunately, that is a belief because that's what I've been told all my life. So why would I question that? My parents are my superhero. If They told me that it's real, period. So when I'm dating, I see how in a relationship I can judge that person. Miss. incorrectly I might misjudge someone based on my ideology that I grew up with based on the ideology that I grew up with around cleanliness right and if I'm that type of woman sometimes I think about women who complain about you know cleaning and I'm like I never really have that complaint because again it's in my DNA at this point and even when I'm single I keep my place clean. That's a standard I have for myself. So, whether I have a man or not, this is something I practice. And it makes me wonder these women who are always constantly complaining about, you know, cleaning their own house. You know, there's the space that they share with their partner, but they're complaining because they do it more often than their partner does. I mean, is there anything that your partner does more often than you? Like maybe when it comes to routinely checking on your car or routinely paying the bills or routinely taking care of, you know, things that he takes care of for the household. You know what? I found that in relationship when we're too busy comparing versus complimenting or um, what's the other C word I like to use compromising when we're comparing and competing it creates division and resentment just like in anything else when When the ego edging God out, when the ego shows up, the ego wants to be compared because the ego always wants to be glorified. Kind of like Satan did in heaven, and that's why he got kicked out, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And he had to go find like a whole other family because he always thought about him. When you are always focusing on the I, 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 what I can't do, what I won't do, and what he needs to do versus what I need to do. You see what I'm saying? When you're always focused on I, take a look at that. Does that birth connection? Does that birth relationship? And you say you want a healthy relationship. You say you want a healthy connection, but you're constantly comparing and competing versus compromising and communicating, right? And so that's why They say that when people say, oh, when I get this, I'll do that. No, you won't, because you ain't practicing it now. And that's why some of your blessings, some of the goals, some of the dreams that you have, some of the relationship that you are, you know, requesting for haven't come yet because you won't get yourself together. You won't get your mind together. And what you do in private is what you will absolutely do in public. Okay. Whether you sneak in, sneak and do it or whether you just outright do it. And God already knows that source already knows that. So why is source going to give you the a clean partner when you're dirty and when you're messy? Why is Source or God going to give you um, a, a healthy communicator when you still haven't learned how to communicate in a healthy way? All you do is walk away. That's not healthy communication. All you do is shut down. That's not healthy communication. You still haven't learned how to articulate your feelings yet. You still haven't learned how to articulate or communicate your needs because you're still living from a space of fear, possibly. You're still living from a space of yesterday, worrying about what people might think about you or how someone might respond. Has this person in this environment done those things or is that from your past? Oh, has this person ever judged you like that or is that from your past? So why will not you give this person the opportunity? Oh, because in the past it didn't work. Well, what about you in the past didn't work in that situation? Was it just all that other person's fault or was there some parts in that experience that you could have shown up differently? And if you could have shown up differently to either protect yourself, either to protect yourself or to you know um in a way that would benefit that experience benefit you in that experience how would you have shown up today and then leave it like that that's how you learned the lesson the only reason why we get frustrated after we've been um heard or after we've learned our lessons is because we know better and of course now that you know better you're upset and you're ashamed of it but that's not the right position to take the right position to take is to say i didn't know when I was 20, 21, 25, 15, 13, and 10, etc. You see what I'm saying? You didn't know at those ages, and that's why certain things happen. But now that you know better, you can only do better with that knowledge. But the problem is, if you're holding on to resentment, if you're holding on to shame, if you're holding on to guilt, if you're holding on to, uh, bitterness, you know, experiences and the pain, you don't learn the lesson how can you learn the lesson when you're holding on to the pain it's like holding on to a grocery bag full of ingredients to make a cake but you still haven't made that cake and you're talking about i'm gonna make that cake i'll make that cake that, that that bag of groceries is called baggage and until you actually take the groceries out the bag and deal with them make that cake in other words resolve that issue heal that area all you're doing is carrying baggage around with you and it gets heavy because as you become an adult or as you grow older, you just continue to tackle more and more baggage along the way. And you wonder why life is heavy. You wonder why communicating sometimes is heavy. is hard. Being yourself feels exhausting because you haven't been yourself. You're being someone else and you're exhausted yeah your spirit is exhausted performing for people your spirit is exhausting letting people mistreat you over and over again to get the same result you know giving yourself to someone just to get the same disappointment yeah i'd be tired too the spirit wants to find a new way and i'm talking about the spirit that's within the body you the real you wants to find the authentic you doesn't want to continue this way you wonder why you don't hear your intuition because you don't have any self-trust and you don't have any self-trust because you continue to misuse or you continue to allow people to misuse you and to abuse you and to mistreat you. And you're wondering why you don't trust yourself, why you can't hear your intuition because yourself is like, why do you keep repeating these patterns when you see when we mess with, you know, let's say um, F boys, we get an F boy result. But you keep messing with F boys and instead of changing who you are, you know, and making a healthier decision, you're like, oh, well, I guess this is all guys. No, these are the guys you choose. There's Obama's out there. There's Morris Chessler's out there. There's other there's Denzel Washington's out there. You think they're the only ones, right? No, it's what you're picking. It's your choices. Well, how do I choose better? You become better and you'll find better. And until you become better, you don't know what you're looking for because you don't have those attributes. You see what I'm saying? And that's why you have to be the energy you want to receive because then you'll know what that experience is. And in knowing that experience, you have an understanding of it. You know how to point it out. You see what I'm saying? But if you're not love, you might mistake love for lust because... Unfortunately, that's what you are. And that's why you continue to attract lust. But when you operate in love, you will see the characteristics of love and you will say, ah, that is love. It's kind of like, you know, you could go to any job and you just find the white people, you just find the black people, right? Because you know what you know, and you will always find it. You will always find those people to connect with, like even in high school, all the jocks knew where the jocks were. How is that? It's a culture. Okay. And just like you keep attracting certain people, that's a culture. That is a way of living that you adopted. You see what I'm saying? And that's why you know how to do it so well. But if you reprogram your mind, if you take out the time to heal those wounds and those shady spaces, I'm talking about your shadow. You see what I'm saying? If you take out the time to get to know of yourself, really understand yourself, how do we learn of ourselves if we don't never take time out? I mean, the basis of a healthy relationship is spending somewhat quality time. Yet you spend no quality time with yourself, but you say you know yourself. Does knowing yourself equate to just being in that body? I mean, you've known your parents for all your life. Do you know them as well as you would like to? You probably don't, right? And it's, Or or for some, maybe you have a brother or a sister or other relatives that you've known your whole entire life. And I'm asking you, do you know them as well as you could? And you probably don't. And why is that? It's because you don't spend quality time with them. It's because you aren't learning of them on that level. You've got some relatives that you don't even know better than your coworkers, okay? they're on that same level. I don't know, I don't know nothing about that coworker, I don't know nothing about that relative because you don't spend time with them. So I'm asking you, just because you've been in a body, does that mean you know yourself? Is that all it takes to say, oh, I know myself because I've been in this body for all my life. No. So just in the same way you don't know your relatives, because you haven't spent time with them. You haven't gotten to know them is the same way you don't know yourself. You haven't spent time with yourself. You just been moving in that body. You know, you haven't taken out the time to really reflect to say, What have I learned over the years? Who have I become over the years? Really questioning yourself. I've got questions that I use when I'm journal writing that helped me reflect that helped me self reflect that help bring out what I can't see the residue of my pain. I've got questions to help bring about self discovery, personal development and self healing. If you're interested in those personal development tools, please subscribe to my website. The link is in the bio or www.talklontoffice.com you can subscribe there. Also, so we have a community on our Talk on Topics website. Join the community and I give out free weekly tips and tools on how to self-discover, how to grow your personal development, and how to self-heal. I offer questions, live talks, and videos, and so much more that aren't available on this platform that you're listening to right now. If you're interested in joining our community and gaining those tips and tools and rediscovering yourself, rebuilding your life and becoming the healthy and the authentic creator that you are, check out our community right now to join. It's only 50% off and take advantage of it. Like, you get access to content before anyone else does in regards to our new products, in regards to our giveaways, in regards to um, our master classes and any other events and tools that we have going on you get that knowledge first and so much more join the community today talk on topics